the city of Johannesburg Management Services has released its festive season uh, preparedness plan. We have on the line EMS spokesperson of Johannesburg, Robert Moraudz. Moraudz, what we are food? Ah, do we are glad? Ah, Anyway, good to have you on the show, Roberto. So please uh, briefly take us through the city's preparedness for, for the festive season. Yeah, we, we, we are prepared, Glenn, uh, since we know that um, uh, during this uh, time of the year, uh, people uh, will be moving from one area to the other. Yes. Uh, especially now that uh, we, it looks like it's, it's our first uh, festive season when we are not restricted. I think this is the first one because the last one we did had some few uh, restrictions. So people will be happy enjoying themselves. So we're urging them to enjoy themselves responsibly. So from our side, uh, most of us will be on duty. Most of our fire stations, in fact, all of them, the 30 of them, uh, they are fully operational. Our members didn't get a chance to go and spend time with their families, they will be operational. We know that uh, the previous two, three weeks or a month uh, was hectic for us. We had a number of uh, uh, flooding incidents which mm. left and, and a few areas uh, uh, devastated due to these uh, severe thunderstorms yeah. and also that tragedy which yeah. occurred in uh, Jack's case. So our message is continues to our residents to continue to look after themselves, especially those who are in uh, our informal settlements to try and avoid crossing uh, the river streams because right now the river streams, the water levels are much more high. And of course, our motorists to drive safely, extend the safe following distance, make sure that the road, the vehicle is roadworthy, its, its uh, tires are okay, windscreen wipers are okay. And of course, most importantly, uh, keep to the uh, prescribed speed limit because most of our accidents are caused by overspeeding, like what we have witnessed this afternoon in Deep Slot, where already three people have lost their lives. So mm. we, we, we are urging our residents out there to overall be prepared. And of course, towards the, we're just uh, uh, letting uh, this Christmas day pass and the next two days. After that, we'll be starting with our bylaw enforcement operation, which uh, mostly we target our. Uh, distributors and the wholesalers who are selling fireworks. We know that these fireworks are flammable. They can cause a huge fire incident if they are stored, you know, uh, in, in, a, in an unsafe way. So we will be targeting these areas to make sure that, firstly, the people who are selling, they've got the required documentation. And secondly, they are not overstoring a lot of, you know, boxes uh, in an area where it will be unsafe, which might cause fire incident. And of course, if uh, we find out that, that these uh, wholesalers or distributors are not complying with our bylaws. We are obliged to give them a fine and also maybe confiscate some of the stuff which uh, is not stored properly. Mm. And what instances does this plan cater for? Yes, this plan is, is catering for uh, uh, all uh, instances. Firstly, we, we are conducting what we call like, you know, our community outreach programs. So we go out 
you know, engaging our communities uh, without any enforcement. But the second leg of it, which is the next, uh, the last four or five days of the year, that's where we enforce. We, we, we enforce, we make sure that those people who are infringing our bylaws, uh, we, we, we make sure that we issue those uh, fines so that uh, the issue is not to harass anyone, but to make sure that everybody is safe for uh, the coming year. So we're hoping that uh, our residents will, uh, because we're here to look after them, they will make it easy for us to look after them to make sure that we are supposed to do what we're supposed to do. And of course, the cricket, uh, uh, Glenn, uh, cricket is not like, uh, you don't ignite it from Shire from yes. uh, now, the 1st of December up until the last day. No, there are uh, bylaws which regulate the safe use of these fireworks whereby you are only allowed to use it an hour before midnight and also in an hour after midnight. After that, you are not expected to be continue to be igniting. And then, of course, us also, we know that we've got animals, and most of us, you know, with us, so right now we're saying, please, if you've got a dog, please take it to a place of safety where it can be looked after. I mean, we still continue to see, especially in our townships where dogs are traumatized because they yeah. ignite the fireworks and place it in a dog and the dog will be running around in all the streets, you know, traumatized. So those are some of the things which happen. And of course, young kids are not supposed to be given fireworks to ignite. I mm. mean, young kids are continuing to lose their hands, you know, even their lives while that they are igniting these uh, fireworks. So it's very important for parents out there, adults out there, not to buy fireworks and give them to young kids. Instead, we're encouraging them to visit areas which will be prepared, like in the city of Geneva, there will be areas where they can just go and watch this uh, nice fireworks display without them igniting them. Mm. And what safety tips can you, you know, can you share in the event of uh, flooding? Yeah, uh, our, our especially our motorists, uh, we've seen in the last few um, uh, weeks or months where motorists still continue to force their way in when uh, they're flooding. Even 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 if the road is barricaded, they try and take a chance to cross those areas. Especially our public transport, taxis and buses. So we are saying, if you see that the area is barricaded, you are supposed to use alternative routes. You see that there are officials there who are showing you which route to take. Please adhere to those uh, rules so that you can minimize incidents. And of course, if maybe you're driving and you're caught in a storm, we advise you maybe to park on the other side of the road so that you let the connect the storm pass so that you can be able to continue with your uh, uh, journey. And then we're hoping that uh, our residents who are in our mostly informal segments, uh, as and when they conduct their day-to-day normal day-to-day business, they normally cross, you know, the man-made bridge. Yeah. So uh, most of those uh, uh, man-made bridges, they normally collapse now that the water levels are much more high. So we're saying they must use the designated pedestrian bridges instead of uh, the shortcut or the double-ups because they might be dangerous uh, to us because, I mean, we know that uh, uh, we are still going to receive a lot of rainfall throughout this month of uh, December, January uh, period. So, um... Yeah, before we let you go, were you able to find the pastor? You know that pastor um, who was involved, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago when those people drowned? Yes. No, we. I, I'm told that, yes, he is around, but I think that one, uh, the law enforcement agencies are, are dealing with it. But I'm told that, yeah, he, he is around. Oh, they found him? Yes.
Pella, when you say he's around, he's like, he's still chilling there. No one is questioning him. No one is asking him <laughs> no, what transpired. Do, no, do you know? No, I'm not putting you in a corner. I'm not putting you in a corner. I'm just asking you. Because when you say ah, he's around, it's like he's just chilling there somewhere. I'm told. I'm told you know he's around. So okay. The relevant authorities were supposed to deal with whatever they're dealing with. It. So we... We have done what we were supposed to do, okay. which is uh, recovering the bodies. Yes. So that one, uh, when I'm gonna, I, and the, I, I and the body of the baby, uh, did you find it? What? The body of the baby. Oh no, no, we we still continue to search. Uh, uh, we just disturbed that uh, the last uh, few days, uh, you know, we had the bad weather conditions that we mm. our operation still continues. Mm. Horrible. So when can people go for more information and emergency numbers? Yeah, uh, our uh, actually we, we've got a, we've taken a strategy, Glenn. You are actually uh, reminding me about the strategy we used to have taken as a department to say we need to make sure that we empower our residents. So our residents, on a normal day, uh, not only during the festive season, they are invited to visit one of our business centers, which are situated in all seven regions of the city, where they can be trained about life and fire safety educational programs for free without any. Uh, payment or fee being charged and then also these public education officials are also able to uh, visit where they are it can be like a a being under a tree a community hall or a community uh, patrolling for any group of people group of old age people group of young people who are in in the community so we are trying to make sure that our residents have got necessary skills to deal with basic firefighting, first aid, what is it that they can do when there's flooding? Because we believe that if we invest more on the skills, we will be able to prevent some of the incidents before we even arrive as professionals. Communities will be able to do something before we even arrive in that particular incident. So that is where we are. So they can, they can be able to call us on our central reservation number, which is 011 uh, 75850050. That is not a life threatening emergency call center number. It's a public education call center number where they can call us for us to be able to come and empower them with the necessary skills, including those pastors or wafundis or bishops or prophets. The ones who, who are around. will want to need skills to be able to, what is it that they can do to ensure that when they go for those whatever church rituals, they ensure safety. So we are here, we are available to make sure that. We train them in all those necessary skills to be able to prevent that particular incident we have witnessed uh, a few weeks ago. But I was Rolibo. There you go. That's uh, Robert Molaoze, the Johannesburg EMS spokesperson. You know, I mean, when I asked him about that past, you know, it's like when this I is say. Hey, wait, so it's like when I say to you, Elelo. Hey, hey, West Pampo Johnson. Ah, no, he's around. He's around. That one. He's a, yeah, he's around. But, but what, I, what I've learned today is that, Len, when you put someone under the cosh and they call you, when I'm gonna, ah, you relent, ah, no. Hela! Hela Kronstata! Remember last week, 90s Sundays? This is the kind of stuff that we played Mob Hunter less in disgrace. Walamkara! <laughs>